In hindsight, do you think Britain was right or wrong to leave the EU? That's a question posed by pollsters to members of the British public. The results in just a moment. Ticker News starts now. Also ahead, no fighter jets for Ukraine. Biden rules out air support for the war-torn nation. It's the third anniversary of Brexit, but did voters get it right? Our reporter is in London with the very latest. Six officers and two emergency medical technicians fired for their involvement in the death of Tyre Nichols. Protesters demanding change. Plus... And then the public will... <laughs> we'll know that there is one in, in, <laughs> in amongst the uh, All Blacks. Former New Zealand rugby player Campbell Johnstone, the first All Black to come out as gay. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hello to our viewers around the world. I'm William Howard. Great to have your company as always. Also ahead, the death toll from a mosque suicide bombing in Pakistan has risen to 83. All the details from the ground, but first... Joe Biden has ruled out sending American fighter jets to Ukraine while being questioned by reporters on the White House lawn. Mr. President! Mr. President! Mr. President! Mr. President! This is despite the US ramping up its military assistance for the war-torn nation in a number of other ways. Last week, Biden announced his administration will be sending 31 M1 Abram tanks, despite warnings from top US officials. Currently, there is fierce fighting in eastern Ukraine, and as Moscow and Kyiv battle for control of key areas within the Donetsk region. The South is also facing severe bombardment. On Friday, the US National Security Council spokesperson acknowledged Vladimir Zelensky is pleading with Western nations to donate their fighter jets. Ukraine is warning it currently doesn't have the means to defend itself against Iranian ballistic missiles if Russia does obtain them. Turkey's president is driving a wedge between Sweden and Finland, saying his nation may agree to one joining NATO, but not the other. Ticker's Ryan Thompson has more from Stockholm. Well, Stockholm is feeling the heat from Turkey's president Recep Tayyip Erdogan now that he's drawn a very hard line on Sweden's NATO membership, suggesting that it may never happen. He criticized Sweden's refusal over the weekend to extradite 120 people allegedly tied to Kurdish militant groups and other opponents of his government. Now, ties have really soured over the past week after a controversial protest here in Stockholm where one copy of the Quran was burned. Swedish officials have condemned the protests but defended the country's free speech laws. Previously, they approved a constitutional amendment which allowed them to create tougher anti-terror laws which were demanded by Turkey. Now, it has been a total of eight and a half months since Sweden launched this bid formally to join NATO. They did it together with Finland in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. This, of course, ended decades of deliberate military non-alignment. Now, at this stage, Finland does appear to have a provisional green light from Turkey. So were the words of President Erdogan, who suggested this. But Finland has also signaled it may be ready to move ahead with its bid separately and decouple from Sweden. 
It's now been announced that Finland's prime minister will be here in Stockholm on Thursday to take meetings with the prime minister and the government. And it's likely that that decoupling issue separating the two NATO bids will be very high up on the agenda. Ryan Thompson, Ticker News, Stockholm. It's the third anniversary of Brexit when the United Kingdom parted ways with the European Union. Now, all these months later, polls increasingly show voters consider the move to be a mistake. The original 52-48 result in favour of Brexit was heavily driven by older voters. Researchers found 64% of voters over 65 opted to leave, while 71% of 18- to 24-year-olds voted to remain. Since the referendum, polling organisation YouGov has regularly asked members of the British public, in hindsight, do you think Britain was right or wrong to leave the EU? In August 2016, 46% of those surveyed thought it was the right decision, but by January 2023, this number dropped to 34%. That means more than half of the British public surveyed believe it was the wrong move. And different pollsters asked different questions. For instance, since 2020, BMG Research and Kantar have both asked whether the UK should join the EU or stay out. Over this period, polls have shifted considerably, with more now saying the country should rejoin. And you can perhaps understand why British residents are becoming increasingly frustrated by Brexit. Let me paint a picture for you. It's peak hour in London and Eurostar trains are running across the channel with hundreds of empty places. Around 350 of 900 seats are normally left unsold on the first services between London, Paris and Brussels despite huge demand. And it's all because border police can't process passports quickly enough. Tickers US correspondent Luke Harran has the details. Unfilled seats under the English Channel. Eurostar is intentionally leaving hundreds of tickets unsold on peak time trains. It's because border police can't process passports quickly enough on the first services between London and the EU. A direct consequence of the more rigorous passport checks required since Brexit. It's particularly frustrating when you're someone who didn't hope to leave Europe. Um, yeah, and I think it's really important, especially to my generation, to be able to travel freely. I'm travelling for work today, um, so it makes a big difference to my ability to do my job in Europe. Um, yeah, and it's, it's a real shame. What have you noticed? What's the difference? Uh, the queues are much longer at the passport controls. Uh, there's actually much more separation of people. So if you have a UK passport versus if you have a European passport, like there's a clear distinction where you're going. Um, and the lines are like, wait, with a French passport, first thing I have a French passport, so I, I get through pretty quickly, but I see the UK people like spending a lot of time in the queues most of the time. Since Brexit, British passports are processed separately, and it's meant that passengers are now being asked by Eurostar to arrive 90 minutes before their train departs. But despite that, there are still bottlenecks at Eurostar stations, and it means the trains leaving first thing in the morning are never full, up to 250 seats empty every single day. Eurostar says it's hoping both the UK and the EU bring in more border police and install extra electronic gates to reduce check-in time at the station. In the meantime, commuters will have to think further ahead to secure a seat at the busiest times. Luke Hanrahan, Ticker News, London. 
Former New Zealand rugby player Campbell Johnstone has become the first all-black to come out as gay. He hopes his public announcement will help take away the pressure and stigma for those struggling with their sexuality. Um, if I can be the first all-black that comes out as gay and take away the, uh, the pressure, I guess, and the stigma surrounding that whole issue, then we can, you know, then it can actually help other people, you know, and then the public will We'll, we'll know that there is one in, in, in amongst the uh, All Blacks. John Stone says he told his friends and family a long time ago but kept his true self hidden from the public during his playing career. He says he lived a double life because his sexuality did not fit with the image of an All Black player. His vision of a player was someone who was manly, strong, possibly had a wife, kids, even blaming his sexuality when he performed poorly during a game. The former prop played three tests in 2005 with his last match against the British and the Irish Lions. Between 2002 and 2012, he made 38 appearances for the Crusaders, 72 for Canterbury and 105 for the French side Bay Ritz. In the interview, Johnstone says it's a little bit sad that we are actually having to do this, adding he can't believe how far and why the news has spread. I personally sort of thought maybe it would reach you know, the New Zealand rugby community and maybe a wider stretch would be Australia, but this is it's overwhelmed. It's gone uh, you know, global. It's, it's, it's gone massive. Okay, more Ticker News coming right up. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.